Yes. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, first of all, thank you, thank you, thank you for downloading the show, as well as the rest of y'all. Thank you, thank you. You know, I had to upgrade it just a little bit, but here we are. The Alamante Show Report. I am your host, Donnell Alamante Morris. And I just want to welcome you. I'm excited because I got speaker working. I got my mic, my brand new mic, and my brand new mixers. <laughs> Let's go on ahead and uh, turn down the intro. Welcome. Um, welcome, one and all. Let me get everything set up uh, so that I'm not too loud. All right. Welcome to a, another edition, one and all, to the Alamante Show Report. I am your host, Donnell Alamante Morris. But before I get into this hit piece, I want to, once again, thank each and every one of you for downloading my shows. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. 196. Thank you. Thank you. Once again, thank you. Um, but the only thing that's missing, I need y'all to subscribe, share, like the content so everybody else can get on it. All right. So now, let's get into the piece. So. I was just uh, listening to uh, Tariq Nasheed. I guess he was a guest on Uncle Luke's. For anybody who don't know Uncle Luke, um, you know that one song, Big Booty, Big Booty Holes, Come With It. Yeah, that Uncle Luke. The one that almost went to jail because of his lyrics and beat the case. Um, had, a, had a show or a forum, whatever you want to call it, um, on Clubhouse. And I think Tariq was one of his uh, big guests as he was explaining to the FBA. Now, for anybody who listened to my uh, previous uh, episode where I was talking about the black leaders and the black influencers, I had Tariq Nasheed. Um, well, I, w- I was talking about Tariq Nasheed in the show, and I wasn't going too hard at him because I feel what he is doing. I understand what he is doing um, because... The roots to his uh, FBA, which is the um, fundamental black American, um, foundational black American. Um, He is basically saying that we should pay homage and put more respect on the culture that we created here, here in the States, which I agree with. I think we um, we put too much emphasis and too much of our love and our pride when it um, in Africa, when we go over there and they going through hell just as much as we are, or when their own people come over and they don't see the things that we see. Um, so I understand where Tariq Nasheed is uh, coming from, which leads us to this show. I'm here to say, and I'm not ashamed, ashamed to say, it, I love this country. I love everything about it. Um, 
that don't now I think we get the problem where we mix the people with the country. And I think we we need to stop that. I mean in general. Now I'm not trying to go too much off the tracks of what I'm trying to um talk about or get try to get off topic, but think about it. We can't say this is a racist country when it's just a society. Think about that. This country is for you and me, but unfortunately the people that's also got that right is taking that right from you. What is going on right now, but been going on since, uh, you know, this thing called establishment and the law and government and power started to uh, become a thing. But think about it real hard. I have never seen this country turn their people away. I never see this country condemn people of who they are, what they believe, and all that. Now, y'all probably saying, Morris, you are sounding crazy when you say that. No, hear me out. You really have to think deep on this. See, you think about the people. I'm talking about the country. What this country was founded on. What was supposed to be founded on. I believe the people that was here that showed you what America was supposed to be before it was America was the Native Americans. And we have to understand that and get that in our heads. And y'all got to get that in your heads. This country haven't done nothing wrong to me. Unfortunately, it's the people that also have that same right that is condemning me for the same thing that they're offered. Which let me go and get back on the tracks. Because what I'm getting to is that us black folks need to start appreciating this damn country. We need to start appreciating the freedoms and the blood shed and tears that our ancestors had bled into this country. Because without them, there wouldn't have been an America. We know this. But sometimes we forget it when we start talking about, well, you know what, the spirit of Africa is with us and all that stuff. And I'm here to tell you, who cares? Who cares? We talk about Africa like Africa is like this paradise, like, you know, Wakanda. Now, there are places in Africa that got their act together. But majority of Africa is still going through hell. All the things that we're going through over here, they are going through over there as well. But see, what they're doing is they're still appreciating the land and, you know, appreciating, you know, the spirit of the ancestors and all that stuff, which we need to start doing here. We make it seem like, well, slaves wasn't here getting killed or slaving away, no pun intended. And then when they got freed, that they wasn't putting in the work to hopefully cross their fingers to make a better way for their generation. Now, now we're talking about Reconstruction after the Civil War. Where slaves were offered to go back to Africa. Which I would say half of them did. 
But everybody else stayed because it was like, you know what? I can make a living out here. I don't have to worry about getting whipped. I don't have to worry about answering to no goddamn body. Now I can live like the white folks. I'm just going off, you know, my interpretation of my ancestors back in the day. That I can have my own house. I can have my own family. I can have my own kids. I finally get to learn. I finally get to have a weapon. Guess what? I can also run for public office. So... Those are things that our ancestors did. But unfortunately, our ancestors were slipping. And it will happen in the course of the years after, the decades after, centuries after. And we have to understand without them, there wouldn't be us. And where we at today, even through all the obstacles. America wouldn't have been America without our ancestors, period. So when we talk about, you know, critical race theory, this is not African history. This is black American history. American black history, whatever you want to call it. It's American history. It's not African history. Let's stop that. Now I know I'm gonna get a lot of flack for what I'm about what I'm saying, but guess what? It needs to be said. But to tell you the truth, I've been sitting back on this for a while because I was like, let me better understand what this, you know, what this argument is about black people and Africans. And I'm not saying this piece to disrespect any of my African brothers and sisters, but let's keep it a buck. It's a damn shame that for one, that Africans, when they come to this country, love this country more than the people that was actually born here. Than the black people that was actually born here, that was born in places like Detroit, born in places like Lawson, Virginia, born in places like freaking Tallahassee, Florida, born here um, from Seattle, Washington. From El Paso, Texas, and the list goes on and on. And they come here and they got so much love for this country. But to have injury to insult, they don't even see the racism and all that stuff that we go through. And a lot of y'all pro black individuals, y'all go hard for Africa. Like, y'all get mad for people that look like me too, for supporting Ukraine or supporting the LGBTQ community and sitting there saying, why are you not supporting any of the African countries that's going through turmoil and all that stuff? But then I, then I put a reverse card on you, sir, or ma'am. When have those countries ever supported us when we had problems? What money and what protests were they doing to help support us when police brutality happened? What marches were they having for Tamir Rice? What marches were they having or money that they were sent when we we had people like freaking Mike Brown getting shot by the police? Where Where were those countries? Were they saying in solidarity with us? Just because you know a couple people from over there and they tell you, oh, that's wrong, that's wrong. There's no different than the, the grief that you get politician when they say the same damn thing. 
You cape it for Africa, but they don't cape for your ass. They don't go out in their streets and sit there and say it's wrong what the American police is doing to those black people and blah, 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 white supremacy. No. Because when they come over here to this country, they're looking for opportunity, which is nothing wrong with that. They are looking for opportunity, but here's the here's the kicker. They don't see the issues that you face on a daily basis until it finally happens to them. But you won't believe that's not even the part that really gets me. The part that really gets me is that they have love for this country. Like any other immigrant or any people that lived, that was born and raised here in America. Black people, we're the most law-abiding citizens. I don't care what anybody says. We're the most law-abiding citizens, and we hate this damn country. And a lot of y'all get mad when you hear all the... um, our elders, if you want to consider them elders, say that our ancestors died for the right to vote. And y'all sit there, y'all spit in their face, but voting don't matter, voting don't matter. It does. Shit. It sure do. We disrespect all the opportunities that we have before us. Or the opportunities that were used to help benefit us to have more of those opportunities. Now look, I understand racism is a big thing. It's a big thing. But we have to appreciate the ancestors before us that made it just a little bit easier, that really took the hard hits. They took the hard hits that we're not taking right now. Because of them taking the hits, we don't have to take those hits. So we have to respect this country much, much more than what we're doing right now. And then also you got to think about it like this too. You had black soldiers. You had black soldiers that was coming from countries that was treating them like human beings. And then they come back to the States expecting that, you know, those white folks that I serve with going to treat me with uh, some dignity. None at all. So here comes the black Wall Streets, or as I call them, chocolate cities. And now, and it's sad that we go from when chocolate cities were a thing to, well, we black people, you know, I don't think we will ever get together like that ever again. Because nobody don't take the first step. Because everybody got to be on this pro-black tip of, well, you have to have a black wife, you have to have a black husband, you, you, you got to stop watching the mainstream me and all these things. No. When the Black Wall Street, these chocolate cities, were first came about, they were the FUBU before the FUBU. For us, by us. It wasn't just, if you got a white wife, you, you can't stay here. Or if you got mixed kids. Or if, you, if you're if you a at that time, the Democrats were the Republicans back in the day. Or you were, cons- you know, this and that. You can't stay here. No. We all got to look out for each other. I want to be near my own. So let's not pretend 
that that's not our history. That that just didn't happen or that can't happen again. This country is not racist. It's a society that's created by man, the white man. That is created by him. And unfortunately, he's that little kid that's poking the stick. That's this kid that's with the stick poking the bear. And then when that bear gets mad, it's tossing the stick. And now we're mad at something else. We know that they did it, but we don't have no proof. And while we're sitting there getting mad amongst ourselves or against other other races and us getting all like cabogulated and trying to figure out what the hell's going on. The racist society just gets worse. Taking your rights, taking away your freedoms, taking away everything. But that does not make the country racist. It's the people. It is the society. We just can't. For example, we just can't sit there and say Ford sucks because you can't do an oil change on your car or your Ford Taurus. So you're going to blame Ford because your Ford Taurus sucks because you can't take care of your car. But you see everybody else who got the same car, the same uh, mate, the same year, just driving around like it ain't no thing. You're the only one that's having issues. But Ford sucks. Because any mechanic would ask you the question. So when the last time you did this to it? Did you know that this have a problem? Yeah. What you do? Uh, I don't know. All Fords are like this. No, it's just your car. We, by us respecting the history that our ancestors have in this country. I think we will have a whole different outlook in how we protest, even though, like I told you, I don't believe in protest, but I think we would be more determined and more lockstep than what we are right now. If we respect our history that we have here in the States, I believe that black people will be working a whole different way than what they are now. We just so worried about another damn country. Yes, our ancestry is lineage art is from Africa, but we worry about them so damn much that we missed the ball. We dropped the ball. And we're getting slapped upside the head here, knowing that we have history here. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. It's, it's, it's like you're worried so much about your side piece, but you got a loving wife right here with you, right here in front of you, right here beside you, that feeds you, that cooks for you, take care of the kids, does nothing but good things for you. But you worry about your side piece because you just remember last night that y'all went out on the town and, you know, she was listening to your problems or whatever. When you should be worrying about home, you should be worried about what's going on now, what is going on right here in front of you. 
But you worry about somewhere else. And the sad thing is you got people coming from that country. You have Africans coming from that country. They don't see the things that you see here until it happens to them. But love this country more than you. You don't see that as a you don't see it as a problem. Now I understand that burning the United States flag is a constitutional right. Yes, it is. But it does hurt my heart when every time I see one of my people or anybody that burns that flag, I think about all the soldiers that lost their lives for this country. I don't care what political or or what what the freaking higher elites was actually doing. I don't care. At the end of the day, you are not living in conditions as those Iraqi families over there in Iraq or the Afghani family in Afghanistan. You're not going through the turmoil that they're going through or the turmoil that's going on right now in the Ukraine with the war they got going on right now. That you're not living in country as y'all like to bring up, Cuba. It's because men and women put their hand to the sky and said that they made a vow to, to protect this country, foreign and domestic. Because a lot of y'all wouldn't take that oath. So for all the service members that's listening to this right now, to all my battle buddies, to all my fellow service members from other branches, thank you for your service. But it hurts and it breaks my heart where a flag that represents the blood of all those soldiers and all those people and even the abolitionists that fought for good for this country. It wasn't just, now don't get me wrong, it's not just the soldiers. It's also for all the freaking people, inventors that wanted the best out this country. Even uh, for your, uh, for the pro-black people, even them too. Frederick Douglass. Booker T. Washington. Just to name a few. George Washington Carver. Just to name a few. Harriet Tubman. Just to name a few. Believe it or not, that flag represent them too. Because they wanted to bear lives lives for their people and for others and for this country to be great and every time that flag burns or when a protest happens when that flag burns that hurts my heart because I think about that I think about it and if you really do Love this country. Every time you see an American flag burns, that should hurt your heart. It should bring a tear to your eye. Like right now, I, I ain't going to lie. I'm kind of fighting back tears right now. But that's how much I love this country. And I'm not going to let a racist society create it how it should be. It, it's been created how it's supposed to work. Confuse that with the country. This country said, bring us your sick, bring us your poor. 
No man, no woman can sit there and I don't care how much power they have to tell those people to stop coming in. As well as within this country. That nobody shouldn't stop being who they are because of their religious preferences or if they love their own sex. It shouldn't matter. Or to the point where you're telling me how I should have my weapon and all that stuff. I'm giving the Second Amendment people out there. I'm giving y'all the nod too. Nobody shouldn't tell you what you should and shouldn't do with your weapon. But unfortunately, politics has gotten the way that it has. But nobody shouldn't shouldn't be telling you. Just like nobody should be telling a kid, you know, what they should learn. Or stop them from learning. I took that one back. I took that one back. I had to think about that one real quick. <laughs> Rewind back, Morris. What I'm trying to say is everybody should have the freedom and right to do what they want if it doesn't infringe on anybody's rights or freedoms. But this country has gotten so goddamn political that everything's political to the things that you drink, to the things that you talk about. And if I had it my way, Everybody should have a weapon. Everybody will live freely the way that they want. Everybody be respected on who they want to be. If they want to be transgender, let them be transgender. If that's if they don't feel like a man, but they feel like a woman inside and they want to have a sex change, so be it. And society should accept it. And we all should accept it. That a Christian should get as much respect as a Muslim. As a Muslim to a Buddhist, every single person should get that same exact respect if I had my way. And this country would be a whole better place. But not to get too much off track. I love this damn country. And my black people, you should not be afraid to say it neither. I'm not going to sit there and use the conservative talking point. If you don't like it, leave. No, I'm not telling you to leave. I'm telling you this. If it wasn't for your damn ancestors dying, sweat, blood, and tears, so you don't have to take the hits that they have taken, you better start loving this damn country. If you want the country to do right by you, like I always say, become the change that you want to be. Become the damn change. If somebody else ain't going to change, you become the change. I'm not telling you to get a United States flag and sit there and say the Pledge of Allegiance every day. You know, I'm not saying all that. But understand You make America run as much as the next person. No person coming in this country should have more love for this country than you. Because I'm like this. Life is like an an investment. What you put in is what you get back. So if you don't love this country, how much do you think the country is going to invest back into you? If you don't like 
your conditions and all that stuff and you choose to do nothing about it, guess what? It's all going to come back on you. Understand that. Black people, we got the highest spending percentage in this country. We are. But if we love this country as much as we have, well, as much as we should, that number will be cut in half. Because a lot of y'all will be like, you know what? I'm going to invest my money into businesses. Start a business. Start organizations that help get generational wealth. Start a super PAC. Actually run an office. All these things. Respect this country, and I promise you, and look, listen to me, I promise you, this country will pay you back. It may not be reparations, but it will pay you back. Just have more respect for this country, because your ancestors did. They did all that hard work and heavy lifting. It's time for you to keep that going. When you see a United States flag, actually look at it and see what it represents. It does not represent the white man. and doesn't represent nothing but soldiers. Think of all the innovators that you look up to that was here in this soil, that was under that flag, doing whatever that they was doing, that you admire them for. Think about that. Could be an athlete. Could even be your mom. But remember... Where they did all those great things. Remember what soil that they were standing on. When they did all those great things. That was here in the United States. They may not have a big name. Like Thomas Jefferson. Or President Barack Obama. But guess what. In your eyes. They are legends. They are your heroes. And they did it here in this country. So that's a contribution. To this great country. So ain't no love it or leave it. I'm telling you, you're better and you need to love this country. And if you don't like how it is, become that change. And that would do it for me, ladies and gentlemen. It's been real. Once again, I want to thank everybody for downloading the show. Um, I'm I'm currently um, working on some more content and all that stuff. But ladies and gentlemen, thank y'all so very, very much for the downloads. But please, please subscribe, 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 share and like these episodes and definitely this episode. And if you already download this show, thank y'all so very, very much. I love each and every one of y'all. And let freedom ring. I've been your host, Don Elamachi Morris, for another the Alamante Show Report. It's been real. Catch y'all later. Bye-bye, y'all.